Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hello, good morning. Happy Thursday. It is March 23rd. Yesterday was a turning of the tide, Steph. It truly felt like spring yesterday afternoon. Yeah, plus five it was, right? Yeah, and, and a lot of places that I usually venture around to, sidewalks, this, that, or the other, that are covered in snow all of the time, bare concrete. I was walking on concrete yesterday. Yes. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. And another thing that turned the tide was when I was driving around, um, paint the picture for you here, still had my heat on high, but the, the blow settings was low. Okay. And my <laughs> seat was still full blast. Of heated course. seat on. This heated seat king heats his seats in July, so that's not a surprise. <laughs> well, when your back starts to hurt, your back starts to hurt. You heal it any way that you can. Heated seats on max all the time. Okay. And finally, I popped my sunroof. Pop the sunroof. Yeah, and so I have the setting where you don't have to open it fully, so it's wide open, but the back of it pops up like an inch or two. Okay. And so you get like some airflow. Do you get airflow from that? Like that seems like aerodynamically when the air just pass over it. Yes. But naturally, with it being open, you also get airflow. Okay. okay. So, yes, it is naturally. aerodynamic. You are correct. It, both things can be true at the same time here. All right. All right. <laughs> but I was, I was debating doing the whole back, but then the car in front of me was just shooting the water on my windshield the entire time. I was like, nope, we are not having a pretend rainfall of dirt happening in my vehicle. So we're, we're doing the pop action right here. That was very smart of you. I would like to say, though, if the car in front of you was shooting dirt on you, perhaps you were following too close let's not go there okay, okay I, I'm, I'm a responsible driver okay <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't believe you every time <laughs> there's a viral TikTok of two people who thought they were going to Budapest but got to the airport and discovered that they had booked their tickets for Bucharest Oh, interesting. One's hungry, hungry and one's the other uh, Romania? Yep, yep. And so they, of course, decided, you know what, we're going to make the best of this. And I guess we're going to Bucharest now <laughs> and started doing some research and figuring out what they could do there instead. And then just documented their whole trip of uh, discovering <laughs> a city they never meant to go to. <laughs> you know what's really interesting about this is that they're bordering countries. Oh. And so you could easily just, well, in my head, I've never been there, but I was like, you could probably just easily go to the one that you intended to go to. Yeah, perhaps you could catch a train. Or <laughs> I mean, those flights in Europe are usually way, way, way more affordable yeah. than they are here. You That's maybe right. could have got on a flight to Budapest if you did a, yeah. some fancy things. Yeah, but then on the other side, I love the impromptuness of it, where it's just like, let's just explore the one that we accidentally booked. Yeah, let's just see, see what it is. Maybe it's going to be our favorite travel destination from now on and people were saying like Bucharest has so many things and they did as as to start to document their trip um, say oh I guess we're going to Bucharest now and then of course TikTok does what it does and it's like oh go check out here go yeah. check out here and so suddenly <laughs> they had all these travel recommendations do you know anything about Romania 
vampires? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> what, isn't it like uh, like Transylvania? That's like the only thing some I know. Some castles here or there, nice forest, Jeepers. some mountains. Sean, can you put this on your list of map things that you want to watch while you fall asleep tonight YouTube and educate video. us now a little bit? We're speaking into existence, so my <laughs> algorithm's going to throw me either Budapest or Bucharest or Romania or Hungary, some fun facts about it. Something's going to happen. We'll be here for it tomorrow. <laughs> when I lived in Australia, there were a few legends of people who accidentally flew to Canada instead of Sydney, Australia, ended up in Nova Scotia with like a very surprised look on their face and the sudden realization why their flight was so cheap to little old Nova Scotia instead of across the world, Australia. Um, But it's so funny and so jarring when you accidentally book your flight wrong. Yeah, we we had Kate text in 780-791-1037. She said it kind of happened to her. So her husband was going on a work trip flight to Chicago, and so the flight was booked through work. So she was just like, oh, I have some time off. Let me join you. I'll just, we'll just book it uh, off the site and join you on the same flight well they were having a conversation she went ahead and booked the flight type of thing they're both ending up in Chicago but as they were sitting down for dinner and just casually chatting about oh what are we going to do on the layover he was like well in Calgary we can do this and she's like what do you mean Calgary our layovers in Toronto <laughs> And they're like, what do you mean it's in Toronto? It's in Calgary. And then so they quickly troubleshooted the problem ahead of time before all of a sudden leaving wherever it was. She didn't say where they're leaving, whether it was Fort McMurray or Edmonton, but leaving and then all of a sudden getting on separate flights Can and going the different ways. imagine how frustrating that would be? It'd be like, where is my shoulder pillow when I need it? <laughs> <laughs> Melissa said she didn't book the wrong flight, but she made her way onto an Alaskan Airlines flight, Puerto Vallarta to Seattle. Plane was they actually got on was Puerto Vallarta to Seattle via San Francisco. (laughs) The people at the door didn't check their boarding passes and apparently it happened to a ton of people. Chaos on the plane and all these folks fighting over seats that were filled by people who were supposed to be on the plane too and it was like, you're in my seat. No, my boarding pass (sighs) says that. Wait a second. What's happening? Yeah, it's like a film. That's a film waiting to happen right there. (laughs) For sure. 780-791-1037. You ever booked the wrong flight? So I just want to wish uh, everyone a healthy and happy Ramadan today and for the next uh, month or so here. Healthy and happy Ramadan. Yeah. And so I had actually a really interesting conversation yesterday, and it's going to be airing today on Fort McMurray Matters, just about everything Ramadan. I'm, I am I went into the interview with very little knowledge on everything Ramadan and I was just wide open with a whole bunch of questions and it was very educational and it was very informative I will say. Cool so we're gonna get 20 minutes of that later today on Fort McMurray Matters. Around 30. Okay 30 Mm -hmm. minutes of that. Um, Give us some highlights. Educated us a little bit right now. Yeah and so it's based around the lunar calendar and so the lunar calendar is a little shorter than uh, I don't even know what our calendar is. Anyways, uh, it's a little shorter is what I got out of it. And and so Ramadan moves every year slightly, around 20-ish days. And so um, with Ramadan, you fast during daylight, essentially. So sunrise and sunset, you don't eat or drink. And you just fast during all that. No coffee, no water. There's exemptions for people who, diabetics, this, that, or the other, um, who just can't during that but um, if you are healthy and you're able you fast during those hours and so Ramadan a couple years ago was during the summertime 
and we're in the north and we don't have a normal summer we have a different summer where what is it like 20 hours a day is sunlight yeah yeah and so uh it was just really interesting to just like go through like um some of the benefits and risks and this that, and the other of what it does to the body and how do you manage during that and what is it like at the start when you uh switch from a normal your normal lifestyle and then into the fasting and then how long does it take for your body to adjust to the fasting and uh, it was just so informative and I really loved it very interesting okay so make sure you're listening at noon today to hear the whole conversation and who are you chatting with again uh, Walid and Uswa uh, Walid is a principal over at Timberley School and Uswa um, I believe was just a student or a member of the community here Really cool. All right. And if you can't listen at noon, it's always on a podcast as well afterwards. And we can all learn a little bit more about a different culture. Really cool. Keanu Reeves has an interesting clause in his contract. I always love hearing about clauses. Go on. What is it? Yeah. So he says, you cannot digitally alter me without my permission. Oh, that's interesting with the way things are going these days. Yeah, exactly. And he actually cited a time in the 90s, which prompted him to put this clause in when um, somebody added a tear in huh. post-production to his face. And he said, why'd I even show up if you can just do that without me here? I can only imagine what that looked like back in the 90s of uh, <laughs> some CGI going on. Right. Was that very <laughs> noticeable or was it as good as Jurassic Park CGI? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, But anyway, he says that the way things are going, he wants to make sure that he still has his own agency to be um, Keanu Reeves. And he doesn't want somebody without his permission to to change him. And he did talk a couple a little bit about, you know, um, people appearing posthumously in movies like Carrie Fisher. Um, She wasn't around to be in that movie. Same if you think about Harrison Ford, this Indiana Jones movie coming out. But a ton of the movie it seems in the preview they've CGI'd him rewound the clock back 40 years like. it is so interesting and like you see like concerts and stuff with holograms this that and the other and I, it seems it sounds like he's like if you want me get me like if you want me in your movie if you want me here I will come just ask me don't just like go ahead and do something and then I will decide if I don't want to come you can use me, but then also pay me as well. Yeah, and he said uh, he was trying to explain the plot of The Matrix to a 15-year-old once, oh. and the character he was played was fighting for what was real. But then the young person was like, who cares if it's real? Wow. And he was like, I care. I care if I am the real person In there. fact, I have a clause in every contract that I sign. <laughs> to make sure that I am present for everything they do. Yeah. I found a new nighttime routine that helps me go to bed, but also is educational for me, Steph. Wow. Are you doing Duolingo again? No, not oh. that. Not that. I'm a, So I'm a map nerd. I yes. love geography. I love just learning about new places. I'm a visual learner. I love to see new countries, cities, what the roads look like, mountains, this, that, or the other. Geography. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll see in the reflection of your computer <laughs> that you're just having a little tour around Street View in some random town that no one's in ever Anchorage, heard In Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> For no reason. Uh-huh. Because I like read Alaska on like a paper. I'm like, I better go street view what downtown go looks like right now. Take a tour on there. Maybe I want a road trip there someday. Yeah. And so my map nerdiness has led me to uh, YouTube videos at night. And not only do these help because the people like narrating them kind of it's like a sleep app where they're kind of lull me to sleep. But also I'm like I'm taking in information. And the latest thing that I learned about was something called the Darien Gap. 
Okay. And the Darien Gap is in between Panama and Colombia. So this is the border town from Central America to South America. And there is no road. You can you cannot drive from Central America to Colombia because it's all rainforest right there. Oh my goodness. And so um, for a long time in the past hundred plus years, um, people wanted what was called like a Pan-America highway. So you could go from Alaska all the way down to like Chile or Argentina or something. Mm -hmm. But it's just such rainforest there that you just, it's basically it's too much money to kind of make a a route through there. So it's like one of the only places where uh, it's not viable to kind of cross by car or even foot like a lot of people do try to cross by foot but they just don't make it through they get eaten is what you're saying (laughs) by all the species that live in the rainforest yeah and then there's like militia (laughs) groups in there and stuff oh my goodness and like it's just like and so like and now i just like and now because the how the algorithm works it's like oh do you like these like fun facts about like different parts of uh the earth i'm like yeah i do so now my youtube feed is just filled with these like 20 minute like geography fun fact videos of places all across the world that's really cool now you did say though that they lull you to sleep Mm. are they boring talkers or are you just like it's bedtime and i'm going to put this on and close my eyes it's it's a little bit of both it's a little bit of both (laughs) the the narrator kind of is boring uh but the information (laughs) the information is good and i'm also like half asleep at the time and then so like they just mesh together uh very well okay all right well i like your new bedtime routine john uh teach us a new fact fun fact tomorrow (laughs) I just was reading an article about Scotiabank. They have 90,000 employees and they've changed. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That's all of Fort McMurray. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they've changed their style of hiring since the pandemic. And the way they do it now is with um, quizzes, a personality test. Oh, (laughs) gotta take a quiz? Yeah, I've actually had to take this for like quizzes before for jobs and it feels very personal. Like they really want to know, like, are you extroverted? What's your working style? That kind of thing. Okay. Multiple choice? Yes. Okay. But sometimes it takes like an hour and a half. As long as I don't have to think of my own answers. You have the answers in front of me. I just get to pick one. (laughs) Well, they say that it's really diversified their workforce because, you know, the traditional uh, buzzwords that some people know to put on their resumes are not the only hiring factor that happens or someone maybe that's really good in an interview versus somebody who gets really nervous. Right. However, would be a way better performer. Yeah. It's just interviews make them nervous. So these personality quizzes really make them like would you be a great fit in our office are you extroverted are you open are you teachable that kind of thing yeah i i like the sounds of this i like the sounds of where it's going but they also have a (laughs) different personality test when somebody asks if they can work from home oh damn like i remember the first one you took we have a part two you did the sats now do the act over here okay (laughs) But this one is to figure out if you are good at working alone type thing. And they have these different personalities within the test where you could be a break room butterfly, a cubicle cat, a couch koala. Maybe the dog one. (laughs) What's the dog one? There isn't a dog one. Sorry. But basically it measures extroversion, openness, um, conscientiousness, agreeableness, (laughs) and neuroticism throughout this test. And they figure out like, would you be productive working from home? Yes or no? Fail the quiz. Sorry, you're coming to 
the office every day. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the the way I'm visualizing, the way that I'm looking at it is like, say uh, you come down to it, you're hiring for a position, you have two people, they're similar, and then you, like when you've gone through all the resume cover letter interviews, this, that, or the other, and then finally like, oh, we did this personality test, and then you have like person X and person Y, and like person X, we have a million of those, person Y, maybe we need to incorporate this into our office. Totally. And I mean, I think the interesting thing is now with AI and things, maybe you could just be like, can you take this test for me and make me sound really extra <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Taylor Swift and her Eras Tour just started up this past week. She's going to be in Vegas pretty soon. So let's bring on our local Swifty. This is Nick. Only 36 hours to go until Taylor Swift hits the stage. Oh, oh my goodness. My goodness. <laughs> Oh, congratulations. I can't believe you got tickets for two nights. I know. It was like a lot of back and forth between like StubHub and <laughs> these like random resellers. I guess like Ticketmaster had reopened some resellers online and yeah. But we found some nice floor seats, like end of the row, uh, the back though, but still any ticket to Taylor is a ticket to Taylor. So, uh, so Nick, what do you know going in? Oh, I don't know a whole lot, honestly. I know she does one acoustic song per night, or she might do one or two. She did one on the first night. She did two on the second night, and she doesn't perform it again. Oh, so I let ever? myself watch those clips. Yeah, and so so you want to go in kind of blind, then, so you can like have the euphoric feeling of just taking in the whole concert, hey? Oh, I made a Facebook status. I sent out Snapchat updates and on my Instagram, feeling like, please don't tag me in anything. <laughs> like I feel the love, thank you, but. <laughs> I don't want to know anything that's going on. I want to go into this with no no idea what to expect. I've seen some outfits, um, and that's, that, that's really about it. Wow. Okay, so um, do you know how many songs are in her set list? Would that be me revealing something to you you don't want to know? No, no, I know that's right. I know she sings for about three hours and 15 minutes. Amazing. And I want to say there's about 40, 40-ish songs I want to say she sings. I think that's what I read somewhere. was 40, so. What song are you hoping beyond hope that she does? Oh, I really want to hear Cruel Summer. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And, okay, so tomorrow night you get to see her, and then you get to see her again on Saturday night? Yes, yeah. So after tomorrow night, are you going to start watching TikToks and stuff? Or are you going to see what you notice night two and then open your, your world back up to what other people have seen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a few accounts on Instagram, too. I have tags. I'm like, I'm ready to go view this Friday night after I get back to the hotel. <laughs> I am so excited for you, Nick. I can't wait. We're going to have to talk to you when you get back and then just get the whole lowdown. Yes, definitely, definitely. Hopefully she'll be back Monday night. So maybe Tuesday morning I'll give you guys a show. <laughs> Sounds good. Fingers crossed all flights go great and uh, that it's everything you hope it to be and more. Thank you so, so much. I'm so excited. <laughs> we will be watching your stories for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Good, good, perfect. <laughs> Safe travels, girl. See ya. New reports are coming out that concert ticket prices are so high in North America that people are actually flying to Europe and making a vacation out of it when the 
star has on their world tour gotten to their Europe dates instead. Really? European dates are like that much cheaper? Yeah. So the Daily Mail put out a comparison and Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen in Newark is 537 for a ticket. Right. In Copenhagen, he's $96 for a uh, ticket. Wow. So okay. with your flight tracker way you were showing us yesterday, yeah. you can fly to Copenhagen and take in the concert for probably the same price <laughs> as just going to it in uh, North America. America. Copenhagen, where is that? Denmark or something? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds a lot better than New Jersey. Right? <laughs> Pink. She's in Chicago, $618. Pink in Warsaw, 126 bucks. Okay. It's a big difference. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce in Charlotte, she's going to be $822. In Stockholm, she's going to be 225 What? Isn't that crazy? How does that even happen? Like, wh- I just don't understand. I don't know. But then there's Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I love Ed Sheeran. He's so cool. Um, his concert in Chicago is $149. Very affordable as far as concert tickets go when you um, compare all the rest of the numbers we've said this yeah. morning. But in Glasgow, he is 109 So it's only $40 cheaper to see wow. him across the pond. And he actually has spoken out about this. And he said, you know, I want my everyday fans to be able to come and see me perform. And he's like very adamant about keeping concert tickets low. And he says, like, what am I going to do with extra money? I don't need like <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> not, I don't think he was bragging about it, though. I think he <laughs> no, was I just saying like, I don't I don't need to do that to my fans. They listen to my music. They've put me here. Thank you so much. Yeah. I want you to be able to come and see me in concert. If that's how you want to spend your money, let's make sure you can afford it. Yeah. It's nice to see that the Global Mail caught on to this because Canada, pretty much all of Canada has, has been doing this. If you don't live in Vancouver or Toronto, you look at like, <laughs> where is the concert the cheapest? Oh, well, flying within Canada to Vancouver or Toronto can be pretty pricey. Maybe I'll go to Vegas. Maybe I'll go to LA. Maybe I'll go to Phoenix. Maybe I'll go somewhere else. So the, it's nice that it's catching on like mainstream now. Yeah, totally. Maybe I'll go to London. Why not? <laughs> yeah. We got Obi in the house again. Christian Oberegger is here to chat about episode five of Canada's Ultimate Challenge. We had a solo challenge that was swimming, but then we had this tandem challenge that you got to take part in, a kayak race. How did that go? Kayak was, was our moment for Mo and I to like kind of redeem ourselves. You know, I don't have many hours on the water in a kayak by any means but uh i knew with my upper body strength and mo's um upper body strength she's just an athlete and a stud um we probably were the better duo for that and our strategy worked and super proud of our effort because we 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 hammered our strategy we learned from our mistakes from our our train derailment in the (laughs) yukon and yeah i'm just ecstatic how we we um you know, focused on our strategy, got the two minutes and we gunned it back. And I was just kind of shocked watching it. That team Teal got all those buoys and I'm like, Oh man, like I thought some other teams would have got some. Cause I thought that would have helped our time, but getting second and the camera showing our, like, you know, being synchronized and stuff. Like it was a cool, cool moment to see how we were like locked in and loaded and it was awesome. So I'm super proud of our effort. Um, those points obviously mattered. Um, based on the solo event, finishing fourth, and 
and what we're going to probably talk about <laughs> next. <laughs> With this challenge, I, th I thought that was interesting. So there was a bunch of distractions, buoys that shave time off of uh, your your go when you were going. And you just had to kind of make the decision if you wanted to do a straight line there and back or if you wanted to kind of venture off and see if you could handle the kayak. And you guys went there and back. Type yeah, it was thing. a matter like obviously that two minute buoy was like out there um, from the turning point. And but we only had a map and it was hard to like when you're on, you see a map and then you're on the water. You're yeah. like, well, is that is how that, visible is that the were minute? the buoys? That, that type of thing. How pardon? visible were they? Were uh, they you? were visible, but you couldn't really see the time mm. that well because mm. it was sunny. Right. And. Um, so we're just like focus on that one at the distance, get it, come back. Hopefully our strength and speed can win us that event. And yeah, that advantage for team seal was like an advantage because, uh, coach Kish could clearly see from her point of view, which ones were taken and which buoys had what time. Yeah. And yeah, they, yeah, they, Rachel and Cudley, they balled out that, I, that that's impossible to beat. You can't, <laughs> that's uh yeah, it's a hard hard pill to swallow but they they balled out and yeah rachel she got some she's a boxer so you know she could probably kick anyone's ass on the show <laughs> so she kind of scares me but uh yeah she's got really good upper body strength and cuddly's just a an athlete so good tandem be, to go with for uh, team teal and they lights out so but i'm super proud of our second place in that event yeah i wanted to ask about you know kish coach kish is on this boat was that creating any waves or any kind of you uh know, no wake? no no they, they uh they they kind of tapped it down but then again like they went off course to get the first buoy and then that's when we kind of get ahead so we didn't really have a wake issue but okay. I, I couldn't really speak for any other team um and then the mishap with my boys my boy skylar and seeds oh yeah <laughs> taking a little yeah. swim there and a, kind of a scary swim right yeah and like i think a lot of people when people watch that, they're like, well, you know, why does he seem so panicked? And then I, my next follow-up question is like, how expensive do you think his prosthetic leg yeah. is? And how, how, how expensive do you think it is? Oh, God, two, 3000 It's 140000 Oh, my it's, goodness. It's, it's, it's Bluetooth. It's synced to his phone. There's, so, like, yeah, you don't want that to be sinking to the bottom of the lake, right? Ooh, so there yeah. was some panic. <laughs> so he took it off and gave it to Skylar. And, and then with the rudder breaking, it just, yeah, it – kind of yeah. did them in so okay. otherwise i think if that rudder didn't break and they didn't tip i think they probably would have top top three maybe second for sure who knows but yeah i was very impressed with them being able to get back in the kayak yeah. that's a very hard thing to <laughs> without do. tipping again yeah for sure yeah, no totally that water and taking on water yeah totally go your way um and then the next challenge team challenge yeah. was not really a challenge of strength more of a mental yeah <laughs> yeah like sudoku puzzles and yeah, that's not my wheelhouse, but I'll be straight up with Fort McMurray here. Uh, do not be asking me to come build IKEA furniture, <laughs> do any renos. That ain't my wheelhouse. Uh, if you need me to lift stuff, yeah, that, ask me for that. But uh, yeah, that was a uh, yeah worst challenge for Team Orange up to date. It sucked. Uh, frustrating. It was hot. Um, I kind of put us in a bad point of where we kind of started building the bridge. I didn't really look up to see the anchor point, so. Unfortunately, when we pulled it, it shifted and it collapsed. And, you know, at that point, um, uh, Coach Gill kind of is like, you know, uh, they don't really show too much of it, but there was like a moment where, you know, I was looking around and I was like, oh, we're dead last. And I'm, I'm like, all right, take deep breath, focus. We need the points, just finish this competition and we'll move on to Quebec, right? Um, we were safe, so I knew that, but I knew points do matter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the time does matter too, but getting the points is more important. So accomplishing 
that event and finishing in it, it's like a cop out saying we you know we we didn't give up but yeah it's yeah you can clearly tell by my sound bite at the end of you know <laughs> swearing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it wasn't a good event <laughs> i was interested to see too i hadn't heard this rule before that if there is a tie at the end of the game that they're going to take everybody's time added up and that is going to be the winner whoever has the least amount of time i was a bit scared for team orange because everybody finished around 20 minutes yeah. and then you guys finished around 40 minutes. yeah it was long and then um and like team black um you know kenny was a bit longer on the first solo challenge so like yeah time we didn't really think about it because no one really knows that there's going to be a tie or whatever if my opinion would be you know maybe put the team who's been in first place the longest <laughs> should be the tiebreaker yeah. it's like almost like a head-to-head rate but <laughs> that's just me being biased but uh yeah we don't know if the time would have mattered or not but again the points matter because there's a chance that someone can be eliminated um in this last round of the regular season in quebec right and uh, episode seven's playoff, so points reset, and it's anyone's, anyone's game, right? So wow, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, so the next stop, we go one province over Quebec. Uh, you excited? Uh, are you competing in a couple events? Yeah, or, this what is. Can you uh, I I only really traveled Quebec when I played football. Like we'd always play one game in Quebec City. Um, never like downtown Quebec. It was always like Sherbrooke or Montreal or Concordia University, and. So we took the bus, so that bus ride kind of sucks. <laughs> First time we didn't fly to a location. Um, but yeah, I I've I loved Quebec. I that downtown corridor and actually being able to stay at the Fairmont was epic. Damn, and wow. what I loved about Quebec was the events were so close to our hotel that it was quick and dirty, right? We finished and then we had a lot of time to kind of like sightsee and experience some like the culture and like me as a foodie guy, like tried new restaurants and stuff. So that was was super awesome. And yeah, this event um, or this episode, I mean, is a good one because it's my first solo. So that's not really a spoiler. You kind of can allude to it, but yeah, I'm in every single event and yeah. um, We left Kingston with a chip on our shoulder and I was pretty heated and my, 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 competitiveness kind of came out and I told coach I was like I don't care what it is I'm going I, I t- like I'm I need to do this yeah <laughs> so I just want the best for team orange and I want to be on the top of the leaderboard and we still our goal was to be top three to get to playoffs and right now we're achieving that goal so um we're we're still in line to win it all so yeah we're in a good position but anything can happen right you can see how points can shift right not in my wildest imagination. I thought a team would clean sweep okay. in, in an episode, and that's massive. Those are big, big, big points, right? So Totally. And then I wanted to ask one more a question about Team Red. Eliminated. See you later? Yeah, that sucked. Um, two of my close buddies on uh, Offset, Skyler and uh, Christina Strand, um, it was sucked to see. But I, I got to give a shout-out to uh, Franz. Um, uh, that morning when we were leaving – to go to Quebec, Skyler was under the impression he was going to be staying as an alternate, and that that was good for me. Seeds was going to go home to his family, but having Skyler there is like kind of like my my bromance, kind of <laughs> call it what it is. But um, he was like my separation from like reality, like just to be able to hang out with him, talk to him, and stuff like that. So he was told that he wasn't going, and so it was like kind of chaotic at the at that moment. But uh, Franz stepped up and. He did such a kind gesture, and he's like, Skyler can have my spot. And wow. um, I thank Franz that day. I uh, told him, uh, I think a couple of days ago, I sent him a voice text and saying, like, I hope 
you remember that moment because it was a special moment and it's a cool moment and I got to give him a shout out for that for sure. Awesome. Christian, thank you so much for joining us this morning again for episode five recap, which means today's Thursday, episode six comes out on CBC Gem and at eight o'clock tonight. Very excited to see what happens in Quebec City. I'm wishing that Team Orange is still in the top. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully there's no sound bites of me swearing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The greatest tournament ever starts back up again tonight. Steph, it's March Madness time. March Madness basketball. Yeah, so we have to remember, they are student athletes. They are studying. That's why we had a little break. So last weekend, it was nonstop, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But then they flew back to their colleges to what I can only assume was be incredible students. Oh, yeah, for sure. They were hit in the books. They were having exams. They were doing all kinds of homework. Yeah, yeah. But now we have four games. We have four games starting at 4.30 and going until about 9 o'clock tonight. And so it's just going to be a lot of fun. Unfortunately, uh, you're beating me. <laughs> I was like, In our oh bracket no, challenge. unfortunate. No, that's, that's actually fortunately. Excellent. No. Great news, Sean. No, it's not. And the way that I'm looking at it right now, you're beating me, and we have a lot of the same picks. So I, I don't see a route to where I can get ahead of you. Yes. I love to hear that, especially since breakfast is on the line. No, this is bad. I love a big omelet, Sean. Stop it. Yeah, we're doing, like, I'm finding the cheapest coupon in the (laughs) app, and I'm like, this is breakfast. Hope you enjoy. Is it winner's choice or loser's choice? I don't know. I don't know. We didn't hammer down details, okay? (laughs) Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.